Oh, welcome in. Pixilly Podcast. Aaron, how you doing? Man, a lot better. You know, you knew about this, but our fans won't know about this unless I bring it up. But, man, my electricity was out when I got home. And so for about an hour and a half, my poor wife, for about two and a half hours, was without electricity. We were living in the Stone Ages. Nice. What'd you All have right. for dinner? I had a... Uh, when electricity was off, I had uh, a chicken salad sandwich. Okay. And yeah, so that that was still cold. The refrigerator was still cold. I had that. Oh, when the electric- cold chicken? Uh, that's what chicken salad is. It's like, uh, oh, uh, oh, it's so good. Uh, oh, yeah. You got to, we, we got to expand the, your taste buds. Yeah, I need to uh, send them. You'll have to put some crack cocaine on it or something. I don't know. Not that I've, I've never. Okay, <laughs> listener discretion advised. I've never done any drugs in my life hey, other than prescription drugs. That's it. Cody, Cody also doesn't like you know potato salad. That's and that's so, true. But I did so, have potato casserole the other day, and it was pretty good. So hey, I, I can't up. see things that are cold that should be warm. That's where I draw the line. Like that's fair. Cold pizzas. I think that's where the line gets drawn. Like cold pizza, I can eat it, but only in extreme mm-hmm. circumstances. But you got to dip it in. Like if you have some cheese dip and warm that cheese dip up, dip that cold pizza and cheese dip, and you have yourself like one of the best snacks you've ever had. Warm cheese dip. Warm cheese dip. It's Noted. just extra. It's extra calories that we don't need, but it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. Okay. So, uh, okay. I've got a question for you. Yeah, let's hear this it. This is okay. Let the listeners understand here. We don't have an outline for this episode. So this could be literally all over the place. Aaron and I have been so busy with work, and this is a little side gig. We don't get paid to do this. You know, just a reminder if you want, you know, your ad, uh, you know, hit us up, pigsillypodcast at gmail.com. But for right now, we do not get paid to do this. So right. this is kind of like a fun thing. And we just haven't had time to come up with an outline or go on the Google Doc or anything. So, well, well luckily, you know, we only have a couple of games to talk about, mm. and then you know, uh, the SEC tournament. But what what what's your question? What we got this week? A lot My of times we is, do it. Th- this has been viral for I don't know a couple of days, maybe a week, and it's mm-hmm. kind of caught my attention. You know, I, mm. I don't know which side I'm on yet. Right. Uh, so. I'm I'm interested on your points on your point of view here. Okay. And maybe the listeners can, you know, argue and, you know, fight back and send us an email and let us know. But uh, in the entire world, are there more doors or wheels? Is that the question? I think it's, I think it's viral. Like, is there more doors than wheels or vice versa? Which has more doors or wheels? That's, I think there are more doors because of the fact you can have multiple doors in your house. And I know you have four wheels unless it's an 18 wheeler, but uh, most people have like a house and I guess you could have multiple vehicles, but in other countries, like the, the way their house setup is different. So I'm going to go with more doors than wheels. I'm going to go wheels. And here's why I say wheels. Mm-hmm. It depends on, your perception of wheels. So there's a gear wheel. There's mm. a tire wheel. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So now we're starting <laughs> to get into the nitpicky things. 
the engineer with now tires <laughs> if we're gonna go with tires okay man it's tough it's tough i think there's a lot of uh 18 wheelers out there and i think there's a lot of cars that have four wheels to each vehicle and i mean if you just think about it like one house let's say four bedroom two bath that's six doors plus right. one for the front plus one for the back so eight doors right two vehicles for that household for mom and dad you got eight wheels so it comes out pretty even but if you have a kid who's 16 years old you got an extra four wheels there and then if you have a boat it has two extra that's wheels true for the trailer I, i'm going for the wheels yeah but i definitely yeah. see the point of view of doors because there's you know there's in New York City, which I've never been to, I've never seen you know the, right. the New York City lights or anything like that. I can only imagine just how how tall those skyscrapers are and how many doors are in those skyscrapers. So sure. it, it depends. It definitely depends. Yeah, no, that's a good question though, because when I was outside the the country, like everybody used public transportation. So in my head, I'm like, okay, since everyone used public public transportation they don't have cars to drive and so that's how my logic came together um was thinking about those individuals aaron what you drinking orange juice mixture well oh oh okay i got you all right we're back okay i was like well i'm just the alcoholic here i am drinking a blue hawaiian mm. i know yes uh, mixed, mine is mixed drink, by the way. Yes, mixed drink. Mine is called. Mine is called a classic screwdriver. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, we we got to get through this. We just That's have right. to. <laughs> There's That's only right. one way to get no. through it. No, it was a. You know, it, it was a. It's nice to to wind down and relax after not having electricity, because you know, <laughs> we couldn't have handled it like our grandparents. And our ancestors used to do things yep. without having electricity for a portion of the day. We freaked out over an hour and a half. Yep. Uh, yeah. I probably would have done the same. I probably would have not known what to do. Okay. So but, go ahead. No, you would have been like, all right, I'm an engineer. I can fix this. Dude, you are giving me <laughs> way too many props right now. I would probably end up getting some candles or something. It's true. That's what we ended up doing was putting candles up, but and all the fun things. I've got a wife to keep me warm. That's good. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I, I, I mean, I've just baseball's back. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I the bats woke up, kind of. I mean, it seems like we were just more advancing on freeze freebies that's what it seems like well you know a lot of people are freaking out because they're not winning every game they have not lost a series yet they've won every series good point uh i mean and that's what matters but like people are getting upset because they're like not getting to um you know sweep these teams and you know the team that they played last week um was was the team that was uh chosen to win the Southland conference. And so uh, it's one of those things. It's like, it's not about, you know, winning every game in baseball because baseball is going to go both ways, but it's going to be about, you know, 
them uh, making sure they win the series because that's what everyone looks like. There's a reason why they're still looked at as a top 10 team. That's a really good point. I, I didn't – I mean, honestly, I probably should have, but I didn't even think of that. So, I'm glad you brought right. that up. Yeah, and we're, and we're talking about Southeastern. You know, Southeastern Louisiana is who they played last weekend. And, mm. you know, they lost game one, seven to three, but they came back and won game two, four to two, and then, you know, one in eight innings by winning by ten runs in game three. So, you know, it's it's good that they came back and won that. Um, let's not get too scared. They're going to do better. They're still a top 10 team. And, you know, they got a double hitter tomorrow. Um, by the time this comes out, the, those two games would have already been done and we're probably on our snow day Wednesday. But or I think the, Friday? they're going to – Friday, yes. Yeah. Days are all over the place. Yeah, now that your electricity <laughs> went out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it'll be just good to uh, – you know, see them start to get going and they're not in a bad place. Yep. Uh, it looks like we got four games against UIC. Is that like University of Illinois Central? U- University of Illinois, Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. How much I know. That's all right. They're going to play a double header tomorrow. Um, and then they're going to play, they're going to try to get a game in on Saturday and Sunday because of the weather on Friday. Nice. So we'll, we'll see if they get all four games in. It's going to be hard to get those four games in, mm-hmm. but they're going to try. Um, and honestly, I think they'll be all right. They, uh, they did put the starting rotation out. They had Ledbetter starting for the second game on Thursday. So that'll be a little different having um, a redshirt freshman starting for us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I I got kind of caught off guard right there. Yeah, no, I I think that um, it's gonna be interesting. Um, God, this is awful. Who's our freshman that starts pitching? Uh, Hayden. Oh my gosh, this is bad. This might be our worst podcast yet. That's okay. We didn't prep. No, but that's all right. No, we've got a ton of freshman pitchers. That my are- point is, I'm not scared. We we've yeah. got we've got a really stout like just pitching staff in general. So right. let me ask you this: uh, Do you agree with the swing for the fences tactic that I'm seeing? I, that's personally what I'm seeing at our at bats. We're swinging for the fences. Do you agree with that theology, or do you want to go back towards small ball? Well, and they in game three last week they did start to do that. And Austin Ledbetter is the one that was going to start game two. Um, and then um, our starting pitcher, <clears throat> man, I got something in my throat, is Hagen Smith. He's the starter that's, that's on. That's who I'm um, thinking of. Yeah, Hagen Smith. But, um, you know, they did a good job in game three. They got 11 runs without hitting a homer. Mm-hmm. And, well, let me take that back. Um, there was one home I run in the game. Solo, that was a right? li- yeah, it was a line drive shot. Um, and I can't remember who hit it. it Might have been Bertie Slavens who who got it out of there. But um, they've done, you know, they did really well with the small ball uh, on Saturday. And so I think they're adjusting um, with this lineup. You're naturally you got nine hitters that can hit it out of the park, um, and you're you're wanting to see that home run because it is the highlight play. However, I think they will continue to adjust and. Um, play better. Yep. I think that it, you know, I, I think that 
it's kind of like a, a diesel engine. You've got to get it started and get it running for a little bit before it starts taking off. And now, granted, I'm I'm not saying we've sucked by any means. Right. We we really haven't sucked, with the exception to maybe uh, against Stanford. I mean, that was a mm-hmm. really bad game, just overall. Well, well, Stanford's starting pitcher was dominant. I mean, in some games, you just go against a pitcher that just is just got control, got speed. His off-speed pitch is on target. And when you play those pitchers and they're on, it's almost impossible as as a batter to go up there and get runs across the board. Um, Stanford's a really good team. They're in the College World Series last year. And so they'll probably be in it this year. Oh, yeah. They're good. They've got some firepower up and down that lineup and they've got really good pitching. Mm-hmm. And so that's a team that Arkansas fans need to continue looking at throughout the season because there's no shame in losing to them. I, I think they'll be in Omaha later this year. Yep. I, I think that Stanford's a really, really good good team this year. I really do. Um, right. They seem like they're good every single year. So uh, we're going to try and have somebody on. I'm going to shoot him a text. Hint, he's part of the voice of the Arkansas Razorbacks. I'm going to try and hey, have yo. him on uh, the week of the 25th for that Mizzou game and see if we can sure. see if we can get a little familiar voice on here. I don't know if it'll happen. He gave me his phone number, so, I mean, we'll we're see basically, what happens. Well, yeah, we're basically best friends. I hope he's listening to this. We're basically <laughs> best friends now, even though we've texted like twice. Hey, that's all right, man. It'll be cool to get some of those people on here. Um we're, we're growing, guys. We've got people who want to be on the podcast. Um, you know, we're getting on some of these Twitter feeds as well and talking with some people on there. And I tell you what, some- Aaron's done a really good job on a social media platform that he knows nothing about. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> I, <laughs> just, I just throw myself in there. You know, on Twitter, there's a bunch of people that know a lot. You know, we've had a, one of our former guests, Josh, Josh Teeter, um, Great guy, really cool about Arkansas sports. And, um, you know, I've just jumped on when he's been on or, you know, we, we've got some other guys that have that have been on the, the Twitter feeds. And um, Ozzy, you know, he's done a really awesome job. We'll give him a little bit of a shout out. Um, but it's one of those things. It's like they just want to talk Arkansas sports, and it's just really easy to jump on there and uh, have those conversations with Arkansas Twitter. Um, you know, we talked a lot of Lockhart on there and they had Connor Nolan on there a little bit ago. And so, um, you know, if you guys want to some secondary stuff from what we have here on the podcast, go listen on Twitter. You'll see me on there. You'll see Cody on there. You'll see the pig silly, uh, podcast Twitter page on there. And, uh, it's just fun. I mean, we just enjoy talking Arkansas sports and that's why we do this anyway. Yeah. I definitely keep my mouth shut when it comes to spaces because I'm scared I'll get roasted. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at any at any given moment you can get roasted and i really don't want to be that guy oh no no, no. i've got your back on that don't okay, you worry right. next I, time i join I, I, i'll i'll pipe up and say something dumb and then yeah. you can go well maybe he's right guys hang yeah. on <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> yeah that's right um what, okay uh, go ahead no i was just gonna say what do you mean the shorter sometimes better i don't yeah. know <laughs> What do you mean Chris likes is the best player on the team? Of course he is. He's he's the best on-ball defender. What are you talking about? Oh he can block everything that comes in the lane. I'll tell you what. I would not want to go one-on-one with him, though. I Man. mean, I, my, my shoes would be tied to the, each other by the time he was yes. done with me. He he makes people look silly out there with his handles. And so, wow, uh, what a transition. 
Yes. This no, is just a perfect transition into basketball. Ha, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is wow. We're getting really good at this. That's right. right. No, so the LSU game because we we did our uh, last podcast right before that game, and so uh, we were ending our podcast when the LSU game starts, and that feels like two years ago. It does. <laughs> it does yeah. indeed. But uh, we pulled that out somehow. I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't know I remember going to bed and I felt miserable and I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought we were going to lose two out of the three. Right. Somehow we won a game. And that, I mean, I guess that's, you know, the DNA of a really good team. But we had no reason to win that game. And they came back, hit some free throws at the end, hit some big shots. Amude just stepped his game up. I think he had like 23 points and was hitting threes in that game. And it was like, we had no reason. And Jalen Williams fouled out with five minutes left. And so it's like, we had no reason to win that game. Right. However, like, got hit. I mean, Note got fouled at the end. He went to the line, hit two free throws, and, you know, the rest is history. We already talked about the Kentucky game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last one. we did. But we did not talk about the Tennessee game. No, we did not. Do we want to talk about the Tennessee game? Because I feel like that was a game where it's like we care, but we don't care. Well, that, but I I do want to say, like, man, what a fight for the Hogs to even have a shot there at the end of the game to to win. You know, Note took a three there, and there's a questionable possibility of a three-point foul that could have been called there. But, um, I mean, the fight in this team, they were down 24, and they lost by four points. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, ugly, ugly first half. Right. Can, can, I mean, we also got to remember that our best on guard defender, Adis uh, Tony, is out. And so, um, Kamani Johnson came in, put some major minutes in, got some good bat rebounds, scored a few points. Uh, arguably, Chris likes best game of the season um, with his 15 points that he put on the board. And then even KK and Jackson came in and got some points uh, during the game. And so uh, you got to be proud of that team and how they fought back. And honestly, it may have saved them a seed in the NCAA tournament by how they finished that game. Because, you know, they say that it's just about wins and losses. But when you look aesthetically, the beauty of a closer game compared to a blowout, the the selection committee is going to look at that and they'll be like, oh, four-point loss. Well, they were in Arkansas. They lost by 10. Yeah, that's that's not bad. It's, it's a away game. That's the type of thing that they're going to look at. And, uh, you know, honestly, even after this loss, they moved up to the four line from Joe Lenardi, which I, I don't even know how bracketology works anymore. Because yeah. when, they've won, when they've won, they've moved down. When they lost this game, they moved up. The net rankings are all over the place. And so um, – However, you know, you got to be proud of this team and, and how they fought. Yep, I certainly am. I think that, you know, at the first half of just the overall season, I was worried, you know, to be honest. Right. We, we even talked about it. We were just a little worried about this year, and joke's on us. I mean, we definitely don't know what we're talking about on this thing. Uh, but to transition over, we have some beach hogs. Uh, in Tampa Bay right now, they're going to be waiting for the winner of LSU and Missouri. So Missouri ended up beating Ole Miss seventy-two to sixty. 
so that could be interesting. A rematch with uh, with LSU coming up. Yeah, well, either way, they're going to be playing a team for the third time this year because they mm-hmm. played Mizzou twice in LSU, and locally they've won both games. But uh, we, me and you have talked about this off off air. It is hard to win three straight, you know, three games in a season against a team. Yeah, um, I know LSU right now has got some turmoil due to Will Wade and that whole situation. We don't know what that's going to look like for the tournament or the NCAA tournament. However, um, they've lost twice to Arkansas. They're going to want to come in, and they're want they're going to want to beat Arkansas in the SEC tournament. And so, so uh, here's here's my thing with that. Mm-hmm. You played today. Today's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You played today. You play again tomorrow. If you're Missouri, you play again tomorrow, and then again the next day, and the next day, and next day until you lose. Right. You you got to get tired eventually. So LSU is going to play a game tomorrow either win or lose if they beat Missouri, what's the chances of winning back-to-back days? I mean, I don't know the statistics on that, but I know that you're going to be super-duper sore the next day or, you know, day after. That's why it's the tournament, and it's just grueling. Um, the the team that I'm most worried about is Auburn because they have – I mean, they have our number right now. Like, there is a ton of trash talk going around, and they want to beat Arkansas so bad, which, by the way – is a compliment to us because, you know, four years ago we were a joke. So right. I'm counting my blessings. Yeah. You know, I don't think Arkansas is even thinking about Auburn. It's kind of sad that they're thinking about Arkansas this far ahead when they still got to play the winner of Florida and Texas A&M. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, both those teams are playing for their NCAA tournament lives. So I would not overlook Florida or A&M, whoever wins that game. Uh, going against Auburn because if they win against Auburn, there's a good chance that they can go on the other side of the bubble. And so Auburn better not smack talk Arkansas. They better be looking forward to A&M Florida and whoever that winner is going to be. And then if they win that game, you know, and Arkansas beats whoever they're going to play, whether it's Mizzou or LSU, then we can start having that conversation. Um, you know, I, I even read someone's bracketology just for this, and they put up their their guesses for the SEC tournament, and they had A&M beating Florida and then A&M beating Auburn, and then Arkansas winning against A&M and going to the championship to play Kentucky. And so it's one of those things where it's like there's no guarantee on that, but I I could bet that the winner of tomorrow's noon game with Florida A&M, they're going to put up a huge fight against Auburn because they want that NCAA tournament then. Right. So do you think that we should play Aldis Tony at any point in this SEC championship or tournament, <laughs> not championship? Uh, depends on the situation. I mean, I think you have them dressed out. Um, what ends up happening is, is you're going to have, uh, you know, you want that four seed so you don't play a five seed in the NCAA tournament. Right now they're ranked as a four seed. Right. For the NCAA tournament. You would rather have that four seed than a five seed because at a five seed, you're playing a, t- a mid-major in a play-in game unless you get the other two five seeds, right. which are mid-majors. And so, because you could end up with an Indiana or a Rutgers in, in your game, and those Lightning are not hot. Easy. Lightning yeah. hot Indiana and Rutgers, by the way. Yeah, and you don't want to play those guys. Like, you want to play 
a team that like you have a 75% chance of winning like a North Texas or, you know, a, a Prairie View A. And, I, and then there's a ton of mid-majors. You know, I can't think of them all right now. But you want to make sure that you're playing that type of game or like a Chattanooga instead of like those Rutgers and Indianas. So you would rather win that game and then get to the, the semifinals and then maybe you rest Tony. Um, if it's a close game on Friday, I could see Tony trying to give it a shot because – Honestly, you do want that four seed. Now, if they go to the semifinals, maybe you give Tony a little bit of a break. And I know that seems a little backwards, but, you know, you really want to lock down that four seed if you can get the four seed. Now, if they win the championship, there's a good chance they could even get to a three seed like last year. Right. But you got to win two games and you got to have some losses in front of you in the NET. So we'll see what happens. Um, so you think we I should th- use him as an emergency button? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. If you're down by 10 um, in that game, then you give with them a how shot. Much, with how much time left? First half. First half, down by 10, you're putting them in? Yeah. Man. Yeah, because – Yeah. And so, um, that's just my thought. Shortly. I'm not – Yeah, I'm not making $5 million a year, though, so um, – Boy, I, mean, I wish five, I was. <laughs> a five million dollar a year head coach would probably hold him out. <laughs> and so, that, and you, you've also got to think if you re-injure him, he's out for the yeah. season and possibly his career. You know, if you, yeah, I hate to say it, but like his draft stock's yeah. going to go down if it, right, if he hurts it, right. I mean, and I don't think he'll get drafted. I think he'd get some like overseas looks, but I don't think he's going to get an NBA like second round pick, he might get a free agent deal, but, and honestly, he has an opportunity to come back next year. So we'll see. But um, my guess is they'll hold him out either way. And um, if they get to the finals, maybe he plays. Okay. And so if let's just say, theoretically, let's say we lose the first game, we become a five seed. Um, We play like, I don't know. Let's see. We would be what the? How does that work? If you're the first or the second five seed, you get a mid major. If you're the third or the fourth five seed, you get the play in game. And so two teams like a BYU, a Rutgers, and Indiana, and a San Francisco, they'll play each other. And so oh, okay. the those the winner of that game would play the five twelve matchup. Um, you would think that would be an advantage, but UCLA was one of those 12 seeds last year and went to the final four. I just do not like that matchup in the first round. I would rather have a four 13 matchup against a more favorable opponent. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, no, I, I think that you're hitting the nail on the head right there. I think that, you know, the less games we have to play, the better, I guess. Right. And that also includes the tournament. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at a certain point, like I would hate to, I would hate to win the tournament and then lose in the first round, like one and done in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. But also you don't want to lose back-to-back games, but going into the NCAA tournament. So you would like to win one game, you know, one and done in the tournament. 
No, one in the, in the SEC tournament. Right. So win one, go to the next round, semifinal. Like, just try to win one. Try to win it all because we've only won this thing once, and that was in 2000. But, you know. Um, so, theoretically, if we do win the SEC tournament, do you think it's a a, a, a good season? Even if yes. we're one and done in the tournament. Uh, absolutely. Like, people will think about that one and done, but you're going to hang up a banner for an SEC championship tournament championship. And so that's, you know, that, that would be up there with our national championship. We've won this thing once and it's 2000. They have it in the banner up in the rafters there, but Walt, you win it a second time. It's not, it doesn't carry the weight that it used to in the past because I don't feel like they carry the weight of losses and wins in tournaments as heavy as they used to because the RPI would increase by the more games you played. Yep. And so if you won a game, your ranking's going to go up because they're using it in the RPI. Now it's the NET, and it's about who you've played rather than how many wins and losses you've had. And, like, it's important still to have wins, but those teams you beat have to do good, and then it makes your ranking look good. And so it's a little different now than it used to be. Nice. Well, um, I don't have anything else. Do you? Uh, do we have any mail? Let's Anything? check on. No, no, no mail. I said there was going to be some last week, but I was promised, hey, we're going to send you some mail. Okay, yeah. And then actually, let me check the email before I say anything. Okay, I have two unread emails. Hang on. Hey, oh, we got mail. <laughs> but they're not from anybody. It's, uh, it's the place that I post the, video, the, the podcast or hosting uh, agent. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> we have somebody. Hey, oh, hey, yo. I'm going to see where Anthony Black is on 24 uh, 7 sports. Go ahead and give uh, uh, Cooper and Duke. <clears throat> this week's episode of Pick Silly Podcast is brought to you by Cooper and Duke. Cooper and Duke, they lick your face, they take up the bed, they kick you when you sleep. Cooper and Duke, making your life miserable while trying to sleep for the past eight months. How does, uh, how does Duke do with no electricity? Um, he was hyper. He's been trying to run it like to the mm. door in and out, in and out. Like he did fine, but he just had a ton of energy when we came home and we took him on a walk and he came back and he's been running back and forth to the door and Fort Brittany. He's been having to let him out. I mean, he, and he doesn't have to use the bathroom. He just likes to run in and out. And so, we're going to have to just like throw him in his kennel or something. My goodness. Okay. I'm still looking at it. Hang on. That's all right. No. I already committed. What else hey, do you want to talk about? What do you think about that team? Uh, I think it's Balmarine who uh, won their championship and they're not able to play in the NCAA tournament. Because they haven't been in Division One for four years, how crazy is that? That is crazy. Like Jacksonville State um, was like the losing team in the championship, but since Balmarine had not been an NCAA t- Division One team for four years, they held them back. And I'm like, that's that's kind of extreme, dumb. yeah. And so that was a little extreme. And then you know, another crazy thing was you know the what is the, the Northeastern Conference, I think is what it's called. 
uh, with Wright State, no, Weber. Or oh, I did, I did not Wa- watch that. Wagner and Bryant. Yeah. They like had a melee in, in the stands and like the players were had to be held back from Wagner. And the game was done. But like when when you get a mixture of drunk college kids with parents who care about their kids on the court and then they're yelling at each other, you, that's not going to be a good mix. And so yeah, they just, I don't usually alcohol and yelling does not work together. So no, no, not a good combo. Yeah, yeah, that that's just a tough scenario. I mean, I, I didn't watch it, but I mean, I've seen tweets about it and stuff like that. And I I never got in a fist fight as a you know collegiate athlete. So I mean, right. I don't know. Maybe I'm above that. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, you haven't either in your yeah. career. So, well, I'm, I mean, you know, way, you know, back when I was a Division One Duke Blue Devil um, yeah. starting point guard for Coach Jazetsky. That's right. You know, that's right. No, I would be for Nolan Richardson, Stan Heath, John Pelfrey, Mike Anderson. Uh, John Pelfrey, get that crap out of here. <laughs> John Pelfrey, dude, you'd be like in the ground somewhere. No, Pelfrey was like 0506. He was an awful coach. Uh, he he did uh he didn't do much with the talent that he had in place. No. He he had NBA talent and uh they got they won one game in their tournament his first season and then lost in the second round. I'm like and then it's it like awful. Patrick Patrick Beverly, Stephen Hill, Sonny Weems, Darian Towns, Michael Washington, all these great players. Dang. In Arkansas history, and he could not. Charles Thomas, I didn't even give him credit, and Stefan Welsh, and you like, you couldn't win it. You couldn't win the like. You didn't couldn't have get to win past the first round or second you round. Get out. Couldn't get out of the first weekend. Come on. Well, uh, I have bad news. Anthony Black. It's looking like he's going to go to OSU. It's not committed yet, but experts are leading him to uh, OSU. So I'm going to get off that page right now before I get up. Well. That's been on there for a while. Anthony Black is on 247, has been said to lean that way for a while. And from from the sources I've talked to, they've stated that it's just waiting to see how he does school-wise um, before he makes his decision. Um, I, th- I think if he is able – if there is a spot open and he is able to commit to Arkansas, he will. There is so much talent at the University of Arkansas next year. He would be the third five-star, high four-star on some of the sources, but he would be a tremendous asset to this team. Um, They've got five tremendous players. They're the second-ranked team in the nation recruiting-wise next year. Um, I know a lot of people look at that five-star status. Honestly, even if he came here, I don't know – uh, how much playing time he would get if he would want it to be like the star status to play 30 minutes a game because you're still looking at, you know, the transfer portal next year, yeah. how many players, Jalen Williams, you've got Nick Smith Jr., you know, um, Barry Dun- uh, Dunning, that's Barry Dunning Jr. out of Alabama. You know, you've got Joseph Pinion and Darian Ford, and it's like, there's just so much there. Jordan Walsh. Yeah, Jordan Walsh. You know, the six foot seven man with like a seven foot wingspan. That and is so, huge. Right. And so it, it it would be hard to come in here and do exactly um 
you know, what for him to show and be the star. Um, it, it's kind of like, did, it's kind of like having a billion dollars in the bank. And then somebody's like, yeah, here's you a million. It's like, it's a significant amount, but it's like, it's not going to affect too much. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and he, of course you would make Arkansas a little better, but I think I, if he can commit, uh, and, you know, like I said, I, I think it's a grades thing. We're just waiting on that. But if he is able to academically get into the university, I think he commits to Arkansas. If not, he's going to go to Oklahoma State. Nice. All right. Well, uh, that's all that I could think of. Um, I wrote down 10 minutes for something. I can't remember. Oh, I remember it now. Um, that's just a note to myself. Uh, you got anything else? I'm in. I think uh, we've got some snow with the possibility on Friday. Drop so that'll safe. Be fun, right. We've got the game one is, I think, at 1 o'clock on Friday. You know, there's going to be a lot of people at work um, this week and next week, for that matter, um, with their phones out looking at uh, some score or On their desktop, you'll see in their Chrome browsers. <laughs> That's right. And then putting their brackets up there in their office. To, we uh, still haven't made a bracket at work. Yeah. I need we, to, I need to print some out and we, we need to each do one and then have an episode on our brackets. Well, the, so by the time next week's episode is published, it'll be that Friday morning. They'll already be in day two of bracket uh, territory. Okay. Uh, so, so, may, so what, what, what day does it start Wednesday? Uh, it's either the playing game is either Tuesday or Wednesday, and then they start Thursday and Friday, I believe. We may do a special episode early. Right. That might be what we do if you're down for that. Yeah, we can probably do that for sure. We can do it like Monday or Tuesday, whatever. We'll have it release the day of the first game. No, that's smart. And then we'll have that? it set up. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So we'll have a, a special podcast. We'll record it like Sunday or Monday or something. And we'll yeah, I'll have it posted. Perfect. Well, we'll do it because they'll Sunday evening is when they'll come out with the uh, bracket. Okay. And so I think it's at like five or six that the bracket will come out. So we can either do it Sunday night or Monday evening when we, you know, have an idea and we've digested like the, the bracket itself. Yeah, so. I need to chew on it a little bit. I need to print out like 10 copies and right. go through my right. crappy ones. <laughs> all the fun things so So, anyways i think that's gonna do it for this episode you get anything no man let's just go hogs watch the baseball watch basketball it's gonna be full-blooded razorback this weekend that's right uh it's gonna be uh half the day thursday uh one o'clock friday two o'clock for baseball saturday baseball i think at one on sunday oh my gosh y'all he's not even looking at his computer right and so, and then I think we have a Tuesday game next week setting up for the NCAA tournament, whatever time they put us there. But man, man I am man. impressed with you right there. That's exactly yeah. why you're my, our co-host. <laughs> That's exactly why, because you are way more knowledgeable with this than I am. I'm just, I'm just, I enjoy the hogs, man. I, <laughs> I like, I like knowing. Uh, you're my also wife is older gonna... than me, so. I know, man. I I can't wait till my cane comes in the mail. <laughs> oh man, we forgot about the. Okay, that was loud. Sorry, we forgot about the uh, 
the little merch, the merchandise giveaway. Oh my god, that may be a tournament this, thing. Well, what we can do, yeah, we'll bring it up next week. We can wait a week on that, and so, and I'd probably need need to put in an order for from a uh, friend over in South Carolina. So that may be a tournament thing. Yeah, I think that might. Anyways, all right. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening and, uh, email us. If you have any questions, pixely podcast at gmail.com. That's P I G S I L O Y P O D C A S T at gmail.com off the dome. Aaron didn't even read it. Boom. I have it memorized. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, pixely podcast. We are also on Facebook, pixely podcast message, message us. If you don't want to email us like old people do. Uh, message us dm us ask us your questions and we'll include them on the next episode we also have twitters uh at a moyer 91 and senor cody uh cody w sims c-o-d-y w-s-i-m-s oh fantastic nice well we like subscribe share all the things we appreciate you guys for listening. You're the reason we do this. We love doing this for ourselves, but we appreciate you, you listeners coming in and tuning in uh, every week and encouraging us. So send emails, send questions. Um, we'll catch up with you later. We'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya.